Well, we officially have a new Supreme Court justice. Neil Gorsuch was confirmed and signed uh, the papers today to actually become a Supreme Court justice. And I think it would be a good time now to brush up on some Supreme Court knowledge. I know I do need uh, some, some brushing up myself, so the podcast we're talking about today does exactly that. Welcome to Podcast of the Day right here on Anchor. I'm your host, Grant, and let me take you through today's podcast. First Mondays is the podcast we're talking about today, and it is a podcast solely focused on the Supreme Court. It's hosted by Daniel Epps and Ian Samuel and produced by Melody Rowell. And each week that the court is in session, they will talk about something to do with the Supreme Court, whether it be topical or something from the past. Um, They like to talk about anything and everything Supreme Court. So it's a great way to really um, bump up your knowledge on how the Supreme Court works, how they keep the other powers in checks and balances, and in general just to learn the whole process. Um, Both of the guys are heavily involved in politics itself and uh, especially being in courts. Um, Dan is actually an associate professor of law at Washington University in St. Louis, and he was a law clerk for Justice Kennedy in October term 2009 before working as an appellate and Supreme Court practitioner at King and Spalding in Washington, D.C. Ian is a Clemenco Fellow and lecturer on law at Harvard Law School and clerked for Justice Scalia in October term 2012. So these guys have a lot of experience talking about and learning about the Supreme Court and the, the, the courts in the U.S. in general. So Again, it's a great way to really just learn and and capture knowledge from uh, from these guys about the Supreme Court system. So we're going to be jumping into a couple of episodes talking about not only that, but uh, obviously we have a new Supreme Court justice, and we'll be talking about that as well. So um, without further ado, here's the podcast. Welcome, everyone, to First Mondays. I'm Ian Samuel coming to you from historic First Monday Studios in beautiful Cambridge, Massachusetts. Uh, And I'm Dan Epps, as always, broadcasting from First Mondays Studios Midwest and even more historic and even more beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, How you doing, Dan? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, It's been uh, been a pretty exciting week and a pretty exciting weekend, I think. Huge weekend. I mean, I, I feel like we can hardly even start the episode without acknowledging kind of the elephant in the room. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was some pretty significant audio that was released on Friday. Yeah. uh, Issues of national importance. Um, Right. This is rocking D.C. We're we're, we're talking about the the audio of the Supreme Court oral arguments, Yeah, first week, obviously, like, it's all I've been thinking about all weekend. Um, I I haven't really been doing much else. I don't know if you've been doing a lot else, but that's... um, And there's there's some great stuff. The justices... um, they give us they give us these weekly little gifts, uh, and we we got a particularly good one uh, today from uh, probably yeah. everyone's uh, the favorite justice to to laugh at um, and laugh with. And I mean that I mean that I mean that in a in a in a kind way. Sure. Justice Breyer. Sure, absolutely. I mean, you almost didn't even have to say it. Um, so, so, so let's go to the audio, Ian. Absolutely. Let's give the people what they want. Let's maybe check back in with some of the cases we previewed last time. Um, what about, I think that Salmon case um, you introduced last time is probably the most interesting case from the week. What happened there? Yeah, so we, we rated this uh, very boldly as a slight lean petitioner. Those of you who were tuned in last week will remember this is an insider trading case. And the question is, under the law of insider trading, to be guilty as a tipper. So if you learn information and you tell someone else, 
uh, it's not illegal for that other person to trade on that information unless you get some kind of personal benefit uh, in exchange for telling that in that information. Uh, and this is a case about, you know, a, a brother who told his brother uh, the information uh, in, in exchange for nothing other than the satisfaction of giving a gift. Uh, the court actually felt pretty sympathetic to the government. And uh, so let's play uh, w what I think of as the kind of paradigmatic uh, problem here, which is a question by Justice Kennedy that asks about uh, whether or not you do actually get something from giving a gift uh, to your brother. So let's listen to that now. In most areas of the law, a gift is supposed to be something that is not intended to benefit the giver. You certainly benefit from giving to your family. Well, I just to, I want to be very clear yeah, about I mean, this. It, it ennobles you, and in a sense, it, it helps you financially because you make them more secure. What do, you, what do you think about that? It ennobles you. You give a gift, it ennobles you. That's your old boss, Justice Kennedy, uh, speaking in, as, as only he can to the emotional core of the issue. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? When you give gifts to your family, does it ennoble you? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I knew that that was a word until, uh, until just now. Well, did you? You know, Justice Kennedy teaches us all something, I think, just about every day. And quite apart from the word choice, however, I do think that that basically captures what the court was saying during the argument, which is that whether or not gift-giving in general... Those clips come from the regular show, um, just about the Supreme Court. They also have a couple of side shows, however, um, and it, one of them is called Good Behavior, and that is kind of capturing the entire process of Neil Gorsuch going through the motions of getting um, his eventual seat, which he got today. And then they have another series called 101 First Street, which um, kind of really teaches you the Supreme Court, the ins and outs of it, um, and that is pretty much its sole focus. But you can all find all of these shows um, up on their podcast feeds, so it's not a separate show, but more so just part of the show, but a, an offshoot of sorts of that. So here is a clip from 101 First Street where they're talking about the Supreme Court. Welcome to a very special episode of First Mondays. I'm Ian Samuel, and Dan Epps and I are, for the first time ever, joined together in historic First Mondays studios to record an episode about the basics of the Supreme Court. What do you think we should call this episode? Let's call this 101 First Street. That's pretty good. I like it. I was going to go with Supreme Court basics, but that's clearly superior. Yeah. So the basic idea here is... Wait, do we need to explain that? 101. Yeah. So, oh, so yes. Our listeners. Actually, yes. The, our listeners. If it's going to be basic. Okay. So this episode, guys, this is for people who, you know, don't know everything they want to know about the Supreme Court. So if uh, you're listening to this and you're one of uh, many friends of First Mondays, like Leah Lippman or John Elwood or uh, those other people who actually know more about the Supreme Court than we do, you guys can... Stop listening because um, you're going to know all this stuff. We would encourage you to keep listening yeah. just to fact check our errors. Yeah. Uh, and then we can correct ourselves. But uh, this episode is designed for those of you who don't know the difference between a relist uh, and a reschedule. Yes. Uh, if you don't know the difference between a relist and a reschedule, by the end of this episode, you are. if you don't even know what either of those things are, by the end of this episode, you'll know both the difference and what they both are. Um, in other words, the idea being... We've had a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are interested in the court as an institution, but either they're not Supreme Court specialists, even though they're lawyers, or maybe they're not lawyers. They're just interested citizens who think that the workings of one of the branches of our government and the court that sits atop it uh, is interesting. And so we thought we would record this special episode, given that the court is not in session and we don't have a lot else to talk about right now, to 
um, you know, sort of give a sort of soup to nuts primer on everything you kind of need to know about this institution to enjoy this wonderful, yeah. wonderful podcast. Yeah. I definitely feel like that offshoot, the uh, 101 First Street, is definitely a, a listen that I need to have. Um, I listened to that first episode, and it was mind-blowing how much stuff you can learn from these guys. Um, so I really do recommend it if you want, want to brush up, or if you really don't want to brush up, but feel like you need to know, that's also a good reason to, uh, to listen in and really find out what's happening in our Supreme Court system. Um, so I actually got to speak with Dan and Ian from the show, so um, we were talking about the podcast. Um, their experience actually doing um, all of the law things that they do and a bunch of other stuff. So here's the interview. I'm Dan Epps and I'm one of the two co-hosts uh, of First Mondays. And I'm Ian Samuel and I am the other co-host of First Mondays. Awesome. So where did First Mondays come from exactly? I think Ian, it was really Ian's brainchild. So I think Ian should explain and get credit for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a, well, I'll always take credit. Um, I, I would say basically First Mondays uh, came out of me um, walking along the High Line in New York City where I used to live uh, last summer. And I was looking for a podcast um, that was about the weekly kind of day in, day out business of the Supreme Court. And I thought that would be nice because it had been a few years since I'd worked at the court and I wanted to stay connected to its work, but I'd sort of fallen a little bit out of touch with it. So I thought, well, a podcast that covers it in a weekly way could be nice, you know, listen to it at the gym when I'm walking around and stuff like that. And I discovered something that I uh, still find a little hard to believe, which is that it did not exist at the time. Mm -hmm. There was no such beast. Uh, there were podcasts about the law in general, and there were podcasts that were about the Supreme Court kind of, but not in the way that I wanted. And so um, I think on that exact same walk, uh, I texted Dan and I was like, have you ever noticed how there's not a podcast about the Supreme Court? Um, and we pretty much took it from there. Where did the, the name First Mondays come from? Where did that come from, Dan? I don't remember. Did I, I think I suggested something. So so by, by statute, the Supreme Court's term starts on the first Monday in October every year. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I think maybe Ike suggested some variation on, on that. And I think Ian, maybe yeah. he sort of took that and turned it into First Mondays. Yeah, we may have honed that, but yeah, the idea was that we wanted a name that was like distinctively this, about the Supreme Court without calling it, you know, SCOTUS podcast or something. Um, and so, yeah, I think that I think that sounds about right. And it also provided us with a very valuable hard launch date uh, because it meant we pretty much had to launch on the first Monday of October, um, no matter what. Otherwise, the name wasn't going to make any sense, um, which was good because as we got up to the launch date. I think both Dan and I started to get cold feet a little bit and probably would have pushed it back if we could have. Uh, but we could not. And so we went for it. Um, you guys are, are have an extensive background in law, right? Mm -hmm. I, yes. I, I would say at this point, fairly. Yeah. So, so yeah. each of us, um, what makes us qualified, uh, I think especially qualified to do this is each of us clerked for Supreme Court justices um, at different periods. Uh, and we both uh, teach law. So we have a lot of, you know, insight into the court. We both we've all we've both practiced law before the Supreme Court. Um, mm -hmm. So it's it's an institution that we have spent a lot of our professional lives thinking about and yeah. interacting with. Yeah, I was with Justice Scalia in October term wow. 2012, and Dan was with Justice Kennedy in, was it October term 2009? Is that right? Yes, that's, that's correct. Yeah, so about three years before me. Um, and then both of us worked uh, before we were in law teaching in uh, appellate practices that involved a lot of Supreme Court work. And so we've, you know, we filed briefs in the court. We've been, um, you know, 
we've done all this sort of stuff in various capacities. So it's an institution we both feel pretty comfortable talking about and, and watching and thinking about. Okay. And I mean, can you describe some of the experiences that you've had just going through, going through the, the motions through, um, through law and everything? Sure. Um, so I graduated from Harvard Law School in 2008. Uh, and then I clerked for a federal judge on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit, um, which is a federal appellate court in Virginia, and then clerked for Justice Kennedy um, that next term, 2009. And then I spent about three years at a big law firm doing appellate and Supreme Court litigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I spent three years at Harvard Law School um, as a Clemenco Fellow and lecturer in law, where I taught legal writing. Um, and now I'm a, an associate professor of law at Washington University in St. Louis. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I would say my, you know, I have a, a fairly similar background. I had three years in between the two clerkships that I spent at the Justice Department, uh, one of which was uh, in the Solicitor General's office. The Solicitor General is the lawyer that represents the, well, the office that represents the United States before the Supreme Court. Um, and so the first time I'd actually ever been inside the Supreme Court building uh, was for the morning of the Citizens United argument, which was like two days after I started, and which was also my new boss, Elena Kagan's first Supreme Court argument ever. Um, it did not go that well, as you may have uh, you may have read. Um, right. So uh, it was a bit of a rough intro, uh, but it was also it was a it was a heck of a day. <laughs> I bet so. Yeah. So you guys met at Harvard, right? Or is that inaccurate? No. Um, okay. uh, we went to different law schools, and I think we met in D.C. Um, uh, from mm-hmm. the sort of larger, sort of appellate nerd Supreme universe Court litigation world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. From we, we had a very good mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Um, who's also a clerk for Justice Scalia, uh, who who introduced us, I think. Um, yeah. So we we never we never overlapped professionally in any one place, but we sort of were all always sort of yeah doing similar things at similar times. Yeah. Although I do live in Dan's old apartment now because I have Dan's old job. So <laughs> okay. there, there's there's some overlap there, but not in time. Yeah. I mean the thing about. You know, the D.C. appellate nerd world is just not large enough that two people who are roughly the same age and and semi-similar disposition are not going to run into each other. I I mean, I always thought as a kid growing up that I would I would know more and more people as I got older. But as it turns out, there's a sort of peak that I think occurs around the age of, you know, maybe 25, after which I sort of know fewer and fewer people and my social networks just continue to collapse on themselves. Um, And that D.C. is just a very... You know, it's a very sort of insular community in a lot of ways. Um, okay. But yeah, gotcha. So when we come to First Mondays now, um, can you just explain the idea of the show um, to some listeners out there who are just now finding it out? Sure. Uh, so I think that the general idea of the show is that um, it is a mostly weekly podcast. Um, when the court is not in session. Uh, we don't have anything to talk about, so we're not in session. But the court's in session, you know, a good proportion of the time from October to June. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk every week about um, basically what has the court been up to over the last week? What opinions have come out? What oral arguments have there been? Have there been any been any big grants in cases? Um, have the Supreme Court justices sort of done anything interesting in an extracurricular way that people might be interested in? Uh, and we look ahead at the work the court's about to do that coming week, what big arguments are coming up. Um, sometimes we have, you know, guests join us to talk about um, any of these topics. We've had people like, uh, you know, most recently the Solicitor General of Wisconsin talk about his first argument at the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had, you know, Adam Liptak, uh, who's the Supreme Court reporter for the New York Times, uh, come on the show to sort of talk about his work. 
Um, but that's the sort of grist of what we do is the sort of day in dad business of the court, taking you all the way from the first Monday in October to, you know, maybe the very last day in June when the last opinions of the year come out. And the hope is that if you listen every week, you'll sort of be as up on the Supreme Court as, you know, just about anybody out there. And, and in terms of the vibe, um, I don't know whether this is something we really were consciously going for or something that it's just worked out that way. But a lot of people have commented that basically what we're doing is sort of like sports talk radio for the Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we're 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 a bit, you know, irreverent. Uh, we're often just sort of like we're having a yeah. conversation. We're catching up. Oh, can you did you see that thing Justice Breyer said? Can you believe that? How ridiculous was that? What do you mm-hmm. think about that? Um, just sort of having a conversation. Uh, and I think people respond well to that. People like sort of the informality. We're not doing a carefully rehearsed presentation where we sort of walk through all yeah. the details. We sort of right. are, are just catch, trying to catch you up and trying to catch ourselves up. Uh, and people seem people seem to like that. Totally. So would it be fair to say that you are still in the midst of your first season? Is that what I should refer to it as? Def- definitely. Okay. Yeah. How has yeah. that gone so far? Is it is it exactly what you expected has it gone and exceeded it's your expectations much much better than we expected we much um, better we yeah. are you know that's you know, have a, a lot probably a lot more popular than we expected to be this soon we sort of thought it would take a while to build mm-hmm. um but we're getting lots of listeners um yeah lots of downloads uh you know we have we launched a, a sort of a, a pay area we have a patreon campaign where people can support the show and support our production costs and, and get access to premium content and um, we have a lot of, we have hundreds of people who are subscribed on there, which I'm quite surprised by yeah. uh, that there are that many people willing to give us money in exchange for content. Yeah, I've actually been, uh, it was, it actually sort of freaked me out the first time that, you know, so you launch this thing, you know, you show it to your mother. Um, she says, that's nice, honey. Um, you know, maybe you show it to your wife or something. But at, the first time I had a conversation with someone who was like I really looked up to and that actually was much more important than me who told me that they liked the show, it actually freaked me out because I didn't realize that I was like, well, if I'd known that people like you were going to be listening, you know, I might have prepared a little more. Um, but it, it has been um, it has spread pretty well because I think that the other there must. I mean, this is, I think, why the advice is typically given to scratch your own itch, you know, make the thing that you would enjoy if it existed, because, you know, there are probably other people like you. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that we're well beyond my expectations at this point, um, sometimes terrifyingly so. Have you had any favorite episodes so far or cool discussions that you uh, that you particularly like? Yeah, I mean, so we, one thing that we've tried to do, um, we, we, you know, the, the main thrust of the episodes is just sort of tracking what the court is doing. And we have mm-hmm. sort of a regular series of episodes that are titled according to the term. So there's the OT... 2016 episode, you know, 12, whatever. And those keep going. Uh, but then we've done a couple of other series that have been fun um, mm-hmm. within the show. So we have one series um, uh, that's called 101 First Street that where we've done a couple episodes in that sequence so far. And we're planning on doing more down the road uh, that are about sort of introducing people to the way the court works. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know anything about the court. Let us sort of walk you through the basics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we launched those right around Christmas and mm-hmm. those actually played a pretty big role, I think, in getting more listeners for the show. They've proven uh, to be among our more popular episodes at the time. Absolutely. And they really helped. And then we also have a series called Good Behavior. Do you want to talk about that, Ian? Yeah, Good Behavior was something that we basically just 
you know, we just got lucky this year that we had a Supreme Court nomination um, to talk about. Um, most years, you don't have that, uh, but we did. And so we launched a series covering the Gorsuch nomination um, and one episode of which I was looking back at the Garland nomination exclusively because we think that's an important part of the story that was sort of covering that, you know, soup to nuts. So we've had four episodes of that come out so far. The most recent one came out um, today, recapping the hearings in the Judiciary Committee. Um, and that has been a cool opportunity to, you know, talk with, uh, you know, we, we launched it by talking with the former Gorsuch clerk. Um, you know, we interviewed in the course of it somebody who worked in the Obama White House uh, in the council's office for the Garland nomination. We've been able to sort of, you know, play the audio of the confirmation hearings uh, and sort of talk about some of the things that have happened. So that has been a sort of cool sort of like side mini series within the sort of existing podcast um, that, you know, I think one way or another is going to wrap up pretty soon. Um, but it's been, you know, it's been just good luck, basically, that we had this opening this year um, that we could launch and talk about because I think people have enjoyed it. Awesome. Yeah, I look forward to hearing future episodes. Um, now I wanted to ask, I know you've covered this in your good behavior series already, but since we're kind of in the process right now of Gorsuch, um, and his nomination, what are your just general thoughts on him as a candidate? If you can share that. Oh, sure. I think they're pretty complicated. And if you, you know, listen to the series, you, you wouldn't, you would sort of pick up on that complexity. Cause when it, we did our first good behavior episode right i think we, we recorded it sort of the within 24 hours of the nomination being announced mm -hmm. i think i think um, that night i think we actually recorded well, that night we did but then we had to re-record it because um of the static issue oh, yeah. uh <laughs> that was static. my fault. the static 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 problem um uh you know our, our basic takeaway was this guy is a lot better than you know, we expected him to be. Um, we expected the nominee to be, given the kind of people that you know one might think Trump could could nominate. Um, you know, he's surprisingly uh, favorable to criminal defendants and criminal cases and a few other things like that. He cares a lot about uh, separation of powers. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, I mean, he's going to be pretty conservative, and so you know, you have to you yep. know that, and um, you can't really get away from that, and that's going to matter. That's going to matter in a lot of cases. That's you know, so it, yeah. it depends, you know, if you really care about the court um, sticking to Roe versus Wade, he's probably not going to do that. Uh, you know, and if there's another you know nominee that looks like him, Roe yeah. versus Wade is probably not going to stick around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that the other contributing factor is that it's impossible or at least I think irresponsible to talk about this nomination without talking about the nomination of Merrick Garland, right. um, who was in my opinion, terribly mistreated and who really set the stage for what I think we're about to see this week, which is a sort of partisan filibuster of a Supreme Court nominee and a possible change in the Senate's rules. I mean, so th the way I think about uh, Gorsuch is not extricable from how I feel about Garland. Um, and so, you know, in, a, in some sense, it's not like that's Gorsuch's fault, um, but it is just an undeniable part of the picture. And, you know, I think that we, we really shouldn't get through a whole conversation about it without mentioning that, yeah, you know what, there was this other kind of nice man. Uh, he was named Merrick Garland, and, and he was he also you know had uh, uh, some pretty good qualifications, uh, and he, ne he never even got to have a confirmation hearing. So what's up with that? And right. um, so that influences my feelings about it as well, which obviously is not connected. And the other thing is I'm from Colorado, and I wish I could be a little less complicated feeling about the, only the second Supreme Court justice from Colorado, potentially. Um, and I do like that about him. I like that he was skiing, uh, you know, when he found out the sad news about Justice Scalia's death. And you know, it's a pretty Colorado thing. Um, so, yeah, it's complicated.
Hmm. Okay. Well, I think that's about all I have in terms of questions. Is there anything else you guys would like to mention or shout out? You know, I guess the the main thing I would like to do is just give a shout out to the idea of direct listener support for podcasts. I assume that a lot of people who listen to the show, um, to your show, are interested in podcasting and are interested in podcasts. And um, I'm... I have been really delighted by the extent uh, of the support that our listeners offered when we asked for it. And it had it really got us um, sort of got us stable and off the ground and is now sort of, I think, produced a show that um, can continue, you know, for the indefinite future. And as as the listener support grows, can do better and better things. I think that People who like podcasts should consider supporting them directly if you can. And people who run podcasts should seriously think about, you know, if you need money to keep these things operating, and you do oftentimes, um, consider just asking the people who love what you make if they're willing to give it to you because they really might. And um, I've been just delighted to see that uh, it's a very cooperative model. It's really cool. Uh, and I think it is the reason that we are still kind of going at this point and the reason we'll be able to keep going in the future. So big ups um, to all the firsties uh, who have backed us, and we really appreciate it. Awesome. Um, do you want to shout out your social media and website? Yes, please. Uh, we should also, if we can, I'd love to thank our producer, Melody yes, Rowell, who's made, the show, yeah, yeah, who's made the show uh, great, as well as our guest host, uh, Leah Littman, who... Uh, we brought mm-hmm. in uh, a couple times uh, and who is a great part of the team. Um, yeah. On social media, we are uh, at First Mondays FM on Twitter. And our website is firstmondays.fm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Dan? How do I find you on social media? I am <laughs> at Dan Epps, D-A-N-E-P-P-S. Yeah, and I'm on Twitter at, at iSamuel. Um, and uh, if you enjoy, uh, you know, uh, uh, content that is uh, that is a little more bracingly left wing than I can get away with on a on a podcast about the Supreme Court. Uh, <laughs> then I think I think you'll like uh, the content at, at I Samuel. And if that doesn't sound good to you, um, then um, you know maybe you should just follow me anyway, so you can get mad. So <laughs> you know it's all good. I think at a time we need it most, these guys are making one of the most important podcasts out there. Um, a lot of people kind of glance over in their history books um, at, at the Supreme Court system and say, okay, that was it. I know that's what I personally did. But now after listening to this podcast, it's really opened my eyes to how important that system is and how it decides our day-to-day society as a whole. So I really do recommend you check it out and at least give it a shot. These guys are very entertaining and make the Supreme Court a lot less scary. So give it a shot. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Um, And I also linked all of their social media and the last clip if you want to go check them out. That'll do it for me on today's edition of Podcast of the Day. If you want to hit me up, check me out on Twitter at POTD Anchor. And from there, you can follow me and get all of the latest daily podcasts um, that I'm that I'm highlighting every day. Um, you can also get in contact with me and talk to me about literally whatever you want, um, especially about podcasts. But hey, if you want to chat about the day, that's fine by me too. <laughs> you can also call in to Anchor, my Anchor station itself, and tell me what you thought about today's show. Um, and you can do that using the call-in feature right here on Anchor and simply tell me what you have to say and I'll be glad to hear it and check it out. Other than that, I will sign off. So this has been Grant for Podcast of the Day. I hope you have a great one and catch you right back here tomorrow.